Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days on the podcast. A little out of breath, a little out of shape, but I'm feeling a whole lot better after back to back winning days. So let's recap the winning card for Tuesday. My college basketball handicap goes three and one. I cash in the little school, hosting the big school. Had to sweat it out for an extra five minutes since it went to overtime. But in the end, I cash in the Howard Bison plus the 10 and a half against Cincinnati. I lose on Miami plus the six at Kentucky. And oh boy, I ran into a buzzsaw at Rupp Arena. Felt like I was betting against the 1996 Kentucky Wildcat version. Coach Cal's team was scoring from all over the place. Very impressive offensive performance. I do not anticipate I'll be betting against Kentucky anytime soon after what I witnessed on Tuesday night. In the Missouri Valley Conference, one game down, one winner. We cash an easy one on Indiana State. Minus the five, the Sycamores get the job done against the Salukis of Southern Illinois. And then in the -the off-the-radar game, it was Northwestern State plus the eight at UL Monroe. A little dicey there with two, three minutes to go. Wasn't exactly happy with some of the officiating. I don't like to complain about that. But in the end, I cut it down to a deuce, lose by four, and cash the ticket by a couple buckets as I cash in the Demons plus the eight. On Twitter, unfortunately, we added the extra unit on the Hurricanes, and it didn't work out for us, as we know. Coin flip bets, I cash in the NBA. The Timberwolves and the Thunder stay under the 226, but I do lose on the Frozen Pond. Minnesota and St. Louis, they can't muster enough offense after the first period, so I lose the over six and a half. Add it all together, though, I have a winning day, and now we'll try to make it three straight. So we'll start with college basketball, and I'm going to go off the radar again. Game number one, it's Central Connecticut plus the three at Army. So I don't love betting against teams that are desperate for that first win on the season, but I want early action, and I just can't justify betting on Army. The Army Black Knights are 0-6 on the season. They kept it within three against Albany. I remember that game not fondly since I had the minus four ticket. They lost by only eight at Indiana. Their average margin of defeat this season is 9.33 points. Army is scoring just 58 points per game. They shoot just 36% from the floor. They hit only 51.1% at the charity stripe. And they shoot only 28.4% from beyond the arc. They're picked at the bottom of the Patriot League this year for a reason, it would appear. Central Connecticut, on the other hand, they're only 1-4 and four on the season. They lost by 11 at Rhode Island. They lost by 4 at Quinnipiac. So we have a common opponent there. So once again, Central Connecticut lost by 4 at Quinnipiac. Meanwhile, Army lost by 9 at home to Quinnipiac. Then, also Central Connecticut lost by 4 to Manhattan. So... Three of their losses are fairly competitive. Last time out, though, they got crushed, losing by 29 at UMass. Still, the resume is better for the Blue Devils, and they can score a little bit more. They're averaging 72 points per game. They're shooting 44.5% from the floor. They hit 69.8% at the charity stripe. Central Connecticut was preseason number two in the NEAC. I would expect to actually be playing points in this game. So I'll gladly grab the three and make a winless Army team beat me by four or more. So give me the Blue Devils of Central Connecticut plus the three on the road at Army.
Next up on the card, we head to the Sunshine State. It's Florida Gulf Coast plus the three at Florida International. So I bet Florida Gulf Coast back in the season opener at Indiana, and I cashed with a six-point loss. Unfortunately for Pat Chambers and the Eagles, they continue to lose. They're one and six on the season with losses as the favorite against Missouri State, Hampton, and Norfolk State. Last out, the Eagles lost by 16 at home against a good UNC Wilmington team as a a one-and-a-half-point dog. Tough schedule, even tougher result, unfortunately, for Florida Gulf Coast so far. Now they travel across Alligator Alley to face Florida International. FIU is 2-6 and on the season. They kept it within six at Miami early in the year. They lost by six to a good Akron team and lost by one to Loyola Marymount. So good, good competitive losses for FIU. The Panthers were preseason number seven in Conference USA. They have the better team so far, but I think the Eagles can finally put it together again. So I'm going to grab the three with Florida Gulf Coast in the road. I'm a little stubborn when it comes to my handicap at times. I like Florida Gulf Coast to start the year, and after a slow, sluggy start, I expect him to bounce back. So give me the Eagles once again, plus the three at Florida International. Next up, we head to old Missouri Valley country. No longer Missouri Valley. It's the American Conference, but it's Wichita State, minus the two and a half against Richmond. So longtime listeners know that I'm a huge Shocker fan. I followed them for years when they were in the Missouri Valley Conference. I love Mark Turgeon, and I worship Greg Marshall as that basketball coach. And I absolutely love my visit last year for the game I watched them play Houston. So this is a great basketball fan base. I'm hoping Paul Mills is able to reload in short order for the Shockers. The Shockers are 6-1 and one on the season. They lost by 17 to Liberty on a neutral floor. They have solid wins this year over St. Louis and Western Kentucky, but this will be a very tough test for them. The Spiders come in at 4-2. and two. They're well-coached. They shoot over 50% from the floor. They crushed UNLV by 17. Still trying to figure out how good the Runner Rebels are. We'll find out, I guess. They kept it within five against a ranked Colorado, and they lost by seven at Boston College, but they put up a ferocious fight. I'd be seeing that game. I had to sweat that one out until the end. So the Spiders have been without guard Delani Hunt the last couple games. He'll now actually be out another six to eight weeks after having surgery on Monday. We're still in the learning phase with each team, but Paul Mills went 30-5 and last year at Oral Roberts. I have a ton of faith in his coaching ability, so I'm going to lay the two and a half at home with Shocker Nation. Give me Wichita State minus the two and a half at home over Richmond. Next up on the card, well, a marquee game here for you. It's SEC and ACC. It's Tennessee plus the two at North Carolina. So I bet against Tennessee and back-to-back against Purdue and Kansas last week and cash both times. They shot 33% and 31% in those two games against then number one and number two in the country. The Tar Heels are top 60 year-to-date, allowing just 39.8% shooting from the floor, but I still expect Tennessee to be much better shooting in this one. Tennessee already has a nice road win at Wisconsin, so I think they can handle the Dean Dome. North Carolina enters this game at 5-1 and one on the season. They have an OT loss to Villanova. They crushed Arkansas by 15 last time out. The Tar Heels are averaging over 85 points per game. Their big three are combining to score over 48 points per game, 
but they'll face a tough defense tonight. Tennessee can frustrate and irritate shooters after losing two straight. I have a funny feeling that Rick Barnes and the Vols, they'll steal this one in Chapel Hill. So give me Tennessee, the Volunteers, plus the two at North Carolina. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Then uh, I'm just going to go on the record with this because I'm kicking myself or something on the card. I was sleeping at the wheel. I want to find out if I should have still pulled the trigger on this play or not. I loved UC Santa Barbara minus the 10 and a half against Northern Arizona tonight. The line then jumped a full three points on me to 13 and a half. So I pulled it off my card. When I handicapped it, I was obviously expecting a 15 to 20 point victory. But after losing that much value, I just want to whine about it versus bet it. So I pulled it off. And I have to remember this. Note to self, when you have a team that has your star player coming back from injury, the numbers are still adjusting for Jai Mitchell returning for the Gauchos. So I immediately should have bet this at 10.5. I didn't. I let it get to 13.5. So I'm going to be really curious if it works out to my advantage that I didn't get to play it or if I am going to kick myself saying I should have laid it Still played the 13 and a half. It still should cash. We'll see how it goes. But uh, that's my game. I'm really curious to find out what happens on is if the Gauchos cover 13 and a half and if they cover 10 and a half. If they don't cover either number, then it really didn't matter. I just got lucky I didn't play it at all. But if they cover one of the two, lands in the middle, I'll have uh, no regret. If it goes over 13 and a half, obviously, I'll have a whole lot of regret. have no idea why I'm talking in circles, but... I just wanted to go on the record that I absolutely love that game, and I was absolutely so mad and frustrated I didn't bet it on my card tonight. Coin flip games, here we go. NBA, L.A. Lakers at Detroit Pistons, total of 229. Bring back the 80s. This was a fun rivalry back in the Isaiah Magic days. Chuck Daly, Pat Riley on the sidelines. Coin flip comes up, heads it is. I'm on the over 229 between the Lakers and the Pistons tonight. Frozen Pond, Washington Capitals, and L.A. Kings. Total of six. Tails it is. I'm on the under six tonight between the Capitals and the Kings. Yes, I've had way too much cough medicine again. Uh, so a little loopy, and I apologize for that. But here we go. Let's recap the card for Wednesday. College basketball. Give me Central Connecticut plus the three at Army. I'm on Florida Gulf Coast plus the three at Florida International. I'm on Wichita State, Shocker Nation, minus the two and a half against Richmond. I'm on Tennessee. Give me the Volunteers, plus the two at North Carolina. The game I regret, UC Santa Barbara. Don't forget about it. 
NBA coin flip. I'm on the Lakers and the Pistons over the 229. Frozen Pond, I'm on the Capitals and the Kings under the six. So that's my card for a Wednesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.